Welcome back, everyone. I'm Kurt Hardy, and you're listening to the Zeros on the Board podcast. Music, as always, provided by our friends, the Rumskis. Now, before we jump in today, I want to warn any new listeners how we do things around here. One of my favorite listens is the You Made It Weird podcast with Pete Holmes. That show is fantastic, but it is two to two and a half hours long, and that is not my style. I'll keep it short and sweet, have a few quick hitters for you, and let you get on with your day. I didn't realize how long it's been, but out of curiosity, I had to look it up, and my last article on podcast was back in April of 2017. It's been one year. I can't believe it's been that long, but I'm so excited to be back, and I'm so thankful for you taking the time today to support this show and everything that we do. And with that, we'll get right to it. Let's talk baseball. Last week, the Minnesota Twins were pummeling the Baltimore Orioles in Camden Yards. With a 7-0 lead and one out in the bottom of the ninth, the Twins put on an aggressive shift against Orioles catcher Chance Sisko. Some quick backstory. We all know more and more teams are shifting position players on defense. As more front offices continue to buy into the data available, the sabermetrics trends, and the impact it's providing, we saw the number of teams, as well as the number of defensive shifts, rise dramatically. Today, teams are starting to get out of control. In spring training, clubs have begun experimenting with a fourth outfielder. Instead of shifting the third baseman over, they're moving them back to play left field. The left fielder then moves to left center, center fielder moves to right center. It's starting to feel a little too ridiculous. But at the end of the day, I refuse to jump on any bandwagon looking to ban defensive shifts in baseball. And I'll tell you why. Ultimately, it will force front offices to change the way they build teams and evaluate players. No more can scouting rely on drafting big power hitters. The game is changing, and teams that refuse to break from that outdated mold are going to struggle. Players will either need to be switch hitters, hit both ways, or at least know how to bunt. It's not exciting, it's not sexy, but it'll get you on base, it'll score more runs, and it'll win more games. Back to the Twins and Orioles. Cisco drops a deep bunt down the third baseline, a simple out in everyday baseball considerations. There's only one issue. Twins third baseman Miguel Sano was nowhere to be found. He was sitting in the shortstop position on a deep defensive shift and could only watch as the baseball crawled to exactly where he would have been standing. In the grand scheme of things, this single play meant nothing. The game concluded two batters later, the Minnesota Twins victorious in a seven-run shutout. But following the game, the Twins locker room wasn't happy. Nobody liked that said Twins outfielder Eddie Rosario, that's not a good play. And second baseman Brian Dozier added, I could have said something, but I'm sure they'll address it and move forward. Clearly, Chance Sisko did something wrong. Yet, there exists no rule against bunting in fair territory at any point in the game. So why this reaction? Why are we seeing this frustration from Minnesota. The best we can tell is that Cisco broke one of the infamous unwritten rules of baseball, 
rarely broken, but we do hear about these from time to time. A-Rod running over the pitcher's mound after being thrown out and almost starting a brawl back in 2002, or the more frequent anything that might possibly embarrass the pitcher. Stopping and staring at a home run instead of trotting around the bases, or the ever-popular bat flip. All unwritten rules that when broken are either handled behind closed doors or a beanball the next time the two teams meet. My question is why? Even up seven runs, the Twins were clearly still trying. Putting on defensive shifts late in the game and keeping the starting pitcher in through the ninth inning. At the time, Minnesota was pitching a gem. A one-hit affair where the team most certainly wanted to leave, giving their starting pitcher an excellent stat line. Until the most simple play. The only play they couldn't stop. A bunt. Cisco ran the first without any trouble. The scoreboard flashed the second hit of the game. Under other circumstances, if there truly exists a rule in the underground baseball community, I can appreciate Minnesota's frustration. What I will not accept is this frustration when you are running a very aggressive defensive shift. Had you kept your players in the exact same spot these position players have been standing for over 100 years, this bunt would never have happened. The Twins have no right to bicker, no right to argue on this. They were the team using a deep shift. It was the Minnesota Twins trying to change this sacred game of baseball. If you don't want teams bunting for hits on you, the solution is quite simple. Don't play a shift. The Twins aren't mad that it happened, but that they got caught with their pants down. As for retribution, we'll have to wait until these teams play again. But that wait won't be until July. You'll see an article from me this week titled, Stop Paying Quarterbacks where we investigate whether or not it's wise to pay QBs $30 million and still hope to build a Super Bowl-caliber roster. We'll talk more about that in my next episode. That's all for today. Share your thoughts on social media, on our Facebook page, or follow us on Twitter at Zeros on the Board. Thank you once again to our friends, the Rumskis, who let us share their awesome music on the show. Until next time, I'm Kurt Hardy. And this was a Zeros on the Board podcast. Thanks for hanging out.